Welcome to the Things Above podcast. I'm your host, James Brian Smith. You may be wondering right away, why is it called the Things Above podcast? Well, the name actually comes from the Apostle Paul in his epistle to the Colossians, chapter 3, verses 1 and 2, where he writes, Since then you've been raised with Christ. Seek the things that are above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So Paul is telling them to set their minds on things above. But again, what are these things above? Paul's reminding the Colossians that they've already been raised with Christ. So Christ followers are people who uh, have given their life to Jesus. We, we have confidence and trust in him being the son of God and all that sort of thing. And Paul believes that when you make that move to being in Christ, that's his favorite phrase, that you are co-raised with Christ. So We now share in his resurrection life. And as a consequence, our lives are to be different. And in order to be different, our minds need to be focused on something different, namely Christ, centered on that heavenly realm where he rules and where our lives actually truly belong. But this isn't easy. It it doesn't come automatically. We have to train our minds to do this. I call this mind discipleship. And it's an area of our discipleship we don't often pay attention to. In fact, it wasn't until I memorized Colossians 3 that I even noticed the phrase, things above. You know, when you memorize something, you you see things you didn't see before. And so I think it was probably the 10th or 12th time I was reciting and I went, what are things above? And that's when I began to realize that Paul's talking about setting our minds on the life, death, resurrection of Jesus, the ascension, the Trinity, creation, all these biblical truths, and that we need to put our mind on those things. Now, if you're like me, your mind just bounces around most of the time. Uh, I'll I'll turn my mind to whatever demands attention. And maybe some guy on television who's trying to sell me a car and he's yelling at me, or maybe I'll spend some time just daydreaming. I'll be lost in my reverie, right? Or, or my mind just roams just randomly. Most of our thinking is pretty ungoverned. So, Putting our minds on this realm above is something that we have to seek diligently. But I don't want you to think that it's it's a dull drudgery because setting your mind on things above is actually life-giving. It's actually the most life-giving thing that I do. So what are some examples of these thoughts above, thoughts from above? Well, here, here are three. Here's one first. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. That's from Romans 8. It's a powerful thought. It's a powerful idea, this notion that nothing can separate us from the love of God, ever. It's not our sin, uh, not our suffering, no, no angels or demons, principalities or powers. All of these, life or death, nothing separates us from God's love. That's a beautiful thought. Here's another one. You are of sacred value and worth. I love the Christmas song, Oh Holy Night, and my favorite line in that song, in fact, of any Christmas song at all, I think, is this one, and he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Oh, what a thought that the incarnation is telling us of our sacred value, that that God would become human in Christ is a sign that we're special, we're, we're valuable, we're loved. Here's a third one. The kingdom of God is unshakable. And is never in trouble. That comes from Hebrews 1.1, where it says we have this unshakable kingdom, this kingdom that cannot be shaken. That's a pretty powerful thought, especially in a world where it's pretty scary. 
and we live in a lot of fear. So to set our mind on this idea that, you know what, I live in this strong and unshakable kingdom is very comforting and encouraging. Let me give an example of how these thoughts from above work in real life. So I have a friend, her name is Jane Albright. She's a very successful basketball coach. She uh, amassed over 400 wins, which puts her in a pretty elite group of people. So despite all the great success she's had uh, in her vocation, she did have one real setback. One, One season, her team was really struggling. And as a result, she actually got fired. And um, this was devastating to Jane, obviously, and also to all of us who care about her so much. So I actually read about it in the newspaper. How sad is that that you read about? Most people lose their job. It's not in the news. But so I read the sports page. I read the story about her being fired. And um, right away, I wanted to call her. So I I called her up and I said, Jane, I just want to say this. First, I'm very sorry. But second, I want to say this. and, And this is what I want you to really think on. You live in the strong and unshakable kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is never in trouble. Therefore, Jane is never in trouble. She would tell me later that uh, people said a lot of things to be comforting, like, oh, you didn't deserve that, or that was terrible for them to do that, or you'll find another job, you just wait. She said, of all the things that people said to me, what you said, Jim, was the most encouraging. Because when I realized that I'm Jane and I live in the strong and unshakable kingdom, and I'm, I'm not in jeopardy or in trouble. Um, that's what gave me encouragement and hope. She started putting her mind on that, and it made all the difference. Dallas Willard wrote, wherever your mind goes, the rest of your life goes with it. That bears repeating. Wherever your mind goes, the rest of your life goes with it. You know, a question we often ask or are asked is, hey, what's on your mind? And it it seems like a surface question, but in reality, it's a pretty deep question because what's on our mind will determine how we feel and how we live and how we act. It's going to determine the person that we become. So if we set our minds on things above, on Christ and that realm, our lives will become Christ-like. In the same sense, if we set our minds on earthly things, our lives will become earthly. Now, to say your mind on earthly things does not mean to, you know, think evil thoughts or to have your mind in the gutter, as they say. But to think on earthly things means to set your mind on the narratives and values of the kingdoms of this world. The kingdoms of this world are cut off from the kingdom of God. Not that God's rejected them, but they've rejected God, right? The kingdoms of this world are saying, we want to be our own kings and our own queens. And so as individual little kingdoms and queendoms, we're on our own. And as a result, we're in competition, and it's about survival and struggle. And so that's what's going to happen if we set our minds there. If we set our mind on earthly things, our lives, as Dallas said, will go that way. And doing so will produce fear and anxiety and despair and selfishness. Richard Rohr calls this stinking thinking. And there's just a lot of stinking thinking going on out there. You just see it in the media and so forth. But uh, in our individual lives, same thing. We have to decide what are we going to think on? What are we going to set our mind on? And if I set my mind on things above, my life will follow suit. And I'll end up having things like love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, confidence, serenity, trust. Those are naturally going to be produced by thinking on things above. 
So that's why we're doing this podcast. And I say we because it's not just me. There's a team of us. I'll mention their names from time to time. But we want to help you practice thinking on things above, on setting your mind on things above. So in each episode, I'm going to focus on one thought. I'll unpack it and I'll explore its meaning and its importance. And I'll explain how you can put it to use. Thomas Chalmers once asked the question, have your thoughts got wings? I just thought that was great. You know, I know I need thoughts that have wings because um, a lot of this world's going to drag you down. But transformation involves more than just thinking. It also entails engaging in practices such as solitude, counting your blessing, blessings, uh, margins, slowing down, reading the Bible, journaling. Uh, that's just to name a few because the list goes on and on. So each week we're going to be looking at uh, a heavenly thought, and I'll also be talking about a spiritual practice that can help embed these truths in our lives. As I said earlier, I'm James Bryan Smith. I'm the host of this podcast, but I'm not the only voice you'll hear. From time to time, I'll have guests and we'll have things above conversations. We'll share thoughts that have wings. Now, it's our intention to release a new episode each week. That's our promise. And hopefully each episode will be inspirational, educational, and maybe entertaining, but that might be pushing it. Speaking of inspiration, I want to share with you the story about Jane Albright and how uh, how it ends. So uh, a month after she was fired, she had a dream one night, a very vivid dream. And in the dream, she thought she was dreaming that she was the head coach of the University of Nevada women's basketball team. And it was so vivid, it woke her up. And so she went to the middle of the night. She goes and looks on the Internet and checks out you know, what's going on at the University of Nevada women's basketball program. And it turns out things are fine. They had a good season and the coach was well-liked and everything's good, right? So she just thinks, wow, that must have been the pizza I ate or something. I don't know where that dream came from. So she goes to bed and the next morning she's awakened by a phone call and it's her former assistant basketball coach and um, who says to her, hey, Jane, have you heard the news? And she says, no, what news? And she said, yeah, I just found out this morning that the University of Nevada women's basketball coach has retired. She's, she's, they're now looking for a coach. So Jane, Jane calls me later in the day and tells me this story and then says, so Jim, what do you think I should do? <laughs> I chuckled and I said, uh, well, let's, let's not test God here. I think you need to follow up on that dream because, you know, there's a lot of dreams in the Bible. Sure enough, she did uh, check it out and she applied for the job. She got the job. And just to add a little to the story, which I think is great, that season, um, she, her team beat a team that was ranked number two in the nation. I mean, that's, it's, it's the biggest win in school history, not just for women's basketball, but for any, any sport at the University of Nevada to beat a number two ranked team. What's great about Jane is that before every game, she, she writes the letters KC on her hand, which stands for Kingdom Coach. And she really believes that everything she's doing is, is a part of the kingdom of God. It's just a great story. It's very encouraging. So welcome to the Things Above podcast. I, I hope you'll join me for the very first episode next week. And until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. My hope is that you'll listen to this podcast. And one day if you're asked, hey, what's on your mind? Your answer will be things above.